it's nighttime in the big city. The cold wind blows no good. A woman tries to remember when things first went wrong. I can't believe it's not butter. It's Theme Time Radio Hour with your host, Bob Dylan. Hello once again. Today on Theme Time Radio Hour, we're going to walk down that weary road, spend a little time on Easy Street, visit Primrose Lane, and attempt to stay clear of Skid Row. We'll traverse the avenues and boulevards. We'll take the road less traveled, and hopefully you'll find it's right up your block. Come on, mama, let's get on the road again. We're going to drive down Route 66, America's Main Street, now sadly gone. We'll get a bit of Southern exposure on Route 90. We'll find out the skinny from the man on the street. Let's go where the rubber meets the road. That's right, we're traversing the highways and byways, the promenades and roadways. We're on the road to ruin. I may not be a road scholar, but I got my share of street smarts. So join us for the next hour as we consult the street map. You are here. Come on, mama, on the road again. Here's a song about a street I've been on many times, and it gives you a real sense of the serendipitous wonder that is New York City. Here's 14th Street, La Cantrell. Shadow, maybe one step or two. 
song was written by Emily Spray and recorded by Laura Cantrell. 14th Street, the old artery of Manhattan. It was one of the most popular streets in the city, and it's on its way back up. It's the dividing line between Chelsea and Greenwich Village, the home of Union Square. Union Square is always a gathering place, not just for shopping and entertainment, but also for labor and political events. For example, on September 5th, 1882, the first Labor Day celebration brought tens of thousands of people marching down Broadway, ending in Union Square. Union Square was also known for the 1861 gathering in support of the Union troops. By the 1920s, it was the cultural and political epicenter of the city, containing the Academy of Music, Bodville Theatres, and Tammany Hall, the home of the notoriously corrupt political system that controlled New York. Now, of course, the politically corrupt system is housed elsewhere. Tennessee Williams said, What is straight? A line can be straight or a street, but a human heart, oh no, it's curved, like a road through the mountains. Tennessee Williams was right. There are some streets in our street, and that's the street you might want to stay on, at least according to the Pilgrim Travelers. The gospel group formed in Houston in the early 30s. J.W. Alexander was one of the people who formed them. You might know him from his work with Sam Cooke. He was also a one-time semi-pro ball player with the Negro Deeks. He played for the Ethiopian Clowns and the New Orleans Crescent Stars. The Pilgrim Travelers were well known for their walking rhythm. Even when they were recorded, they would use microphones to pick up the sound of their foot tapping. Later recordings like this one would use the drum to imitate the sound of marching feet. So here's the Pilgrim Travelers beating their cleavers against the ground and they're taking a walk down State Street. Well, I used to No. 
Howard the Pilgrim Travelers on the specialty record label gone down Straight Street. And the Lord said unto him, Arise, and go into the street which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas, the one called Saul. For behold, he prayeth. From the book of Acts, chapter 9, verse 11. Some say the straightest street is the Gun Barrel Highway, which is in Northern Territory, South Australia, and West Australia. The longest street is Young Street. It goes from Toronto to Rainy River, Ontario, at the Minnesota border. And if you're at the number one beast, though, a restaurant in the McKay's Hotel in Wick, Scotland, you're on Ebenezer Place. And that, my friends, is the shortest street in the world. The entire street is only six feet, nine inches long. I have friends that are taller than that street. Background, the Scandalites, a song called Streets of Gold. The Scandalites played danceable ska music, but they were jazz fans. I've always thought this song reminded me a little bit of a track Ben Webster recorded for Pixie Cutlet called Just a Riff. People who came to this country early on really thought the streets were paved with gold, and they weren't bought off. In this country's heyday, even tramps could live like comparative kings. Here's a song on that very subject. It's a view of the world as seen through Fenestra Ophalus. Roger Miller, he's king of the road. Trailer for sale or rent. Rooms to let 50 cents. No phone, no pool, no pets. Ain't got no cigarettes. Ah, but two hours of pushing broom buys a eight by 12 four-bit room i'm a man of means by no means king of the road third box car midnight train destination banger main wool worn out suit and shoes i don't pay no union dues i smoke wool stogies i have found short but not too big around i'm a man of means by no means king of the road i know every engineer on every train all of the children and all of the names and every handout in every town and every lock that ain't locked when no one's around i sing Trailers for sale or rent Rooms to let 50 cents No phone, no pool, no pets Ain't got no cigarettes ah, But two hours of pushing broom Buys a 8 by 12 four-bit room I'm a man of means by no means King of the road No phone, no boo, no pets I ain't got no cigarettes But two hours of pushing broom buys a That was King of the Road by Roger Miller.
11-time Grammy Award winner. He won a Tony for his score, Big River, a Broadway musical based on the adventures of Huck Finn. He used to play fiddle with Minnie Pearl and drums with Farron Young. King of the Road was a million seller, all about hobos. Hobos consider themselves travelers who are homeless. They are willing to work. A tramp is a traveler who will not work, and a bum does neither. He goes nowhere and does nothing. No one's quite sure where a hobo really came from. Some think it's abbreviation for homeward bound. Others think it comes from the section in New York that was kind of a skid row. It was the corner of Houston and Bowery. Other people think it was a shortened form of hopping boxcars, which hobos used to do. Homeless bunnies, homeless bohemians, or what the yard bulls used to yell when they saw someone riding the rails. They'd yell, Hobo. I don't know which one I subscribe to. I don't have much use for the word hobo nowadays. It's been months since I've seen one. You know, I don't usually like to tell people what I'm doing, but I am talking to a couple of car companies about possibly being the voice of their GPS system. I think it would be good if you're looking for directions and you heard my voice saying something like, take a left at the next street. No, all right. You know what? Just go straight. I probably shouldn't do it because whichever way I go, I always end up in one place on a lonely avenue. Luckily, I'm not totally alone. Ray Charles beat me there. Now my room has got two windows, but the sunshine never comes through. You know it's always dark and dreary. Since I broke a baby with you, I live on a lonely avenue. My little girl wouldn't say I do, but I feel so sad and blue. And it's all because of you. Oh. 
That was Ray Charles and Lonely Avenue. Perhaps the loneliest avenue is Skid Row. You probably already guessed that at one point it was probably called Skid Road, but it got changed to Skid Row over time. But did you know that it got its name from some logging towns in the Pacific Northwest? The lumberjacks who were cutting down trees had to build roads that were paved with skids, railroad ties, or heavy wooden planks. This made it easier to move the trees they had cut down. It was even easier once they put grease on them, which is where we get the expression grease the skids, which means a way to speed up the process. It's also where we get on the skids, because these skid roads came associated with the parts of towns where the loggers lived. There were lots of cheap bars and flop houses there. They were magnets for transient workers who were often alcoholics. On the other end of the spectrum, at least by name, is Easy Street, which was a 1917 film by Charlie Chaplin, where the little tramp steps forward to rid skin bowl of bullies. You know, you don't think about films in 1917 having modern themes, but in this one, Chaplin rescues a damsel in distress from a sinister drug addict. It could be torn from today's headlines. Here's a really interesting 90 seconds of music. We've told the Percy Mayfield story a couple of times here. If you haven't heard it, go download some of our old shows illegally. After Percy had his terrible car accident, Ray Charles hired him as a songwriter. It was a good choice on Ray's part. He got a lot of hits out of it. You know this one by Ray Charles? But here's the actual demo that Percy Mayfield gave to Ray. He sings with a couple of other people, but there's no instruments on it. It's a cappella. This allows the inherent dysrhythmia of the song to shine through. Here's the demo for Hit the Road, Jack. Percy Mayfield. Hit the road, Jack. And don't come back no more. No more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack. And don't come back no more. Now what'd you say? Hit the road, Jack. And don't come back no more. No more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack. And don't, don't come, come back, back no more. Oh, woman, oh, woman, you sure is mean. You the meanest old woman that I ever seen. But I guess if you said so, bop, bop. I better take my things and go. That's right. Hit the road, Jack, and don't come back no more. No more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack, and don't, don't come, come back, back no more. And now, baby, listen, baby, don't you treat me this way, cause I'll be back on my feet someday. Don't care if you do, cause it's understood when you got no money, you just ain't no good. Well, I guess if you say so, bop, bop, I better pack my things and go. Now that's right. Hit the road, Jack, and don't come back no more. No more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack, and don't, don't come, come back, back no more. Don't come back no more. Don't come back no more. There's Percy Mayfield and a pretty complete mood map for the hit version of Hit the Road, Jack. This is Theme Time Radio Hour, and we're looking at different streets. The avenues, the drives, the lanes, the loops, the courts, the crescents, the paths and parkways. I just want to take a moment to talk about a couple of streets I'm particularly fond of. The first one is Della Street. She was Perry Mason's assistant, but she was more than that. In my personal opinion, Perry could not have solved all those cases without her. 
Also, we can't forget to mention Peekaboo Street. She was a three-time U.S. Olympian in alpine skiing. She won the gold medal in the 98 Olympic Winter Games. You know her name, Peekaboo? Might sound unusual, but for the first two years of her life, she was named Little Girl because her parents wanted her to name herself. So they just had to wait. She named herself Peekaboo after both the game and a small Idaho town. Peekaboo Street retired. After the 2002 Olympic Games, she was inducted into the National Ski Hall of Fame in 2005. In our dream show, we played Tony Bennett singing a song called Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Here's another song, same title, different song. That happens sometimes. Did you realize there are six different songs called Eleanor Rigby? Here's Green Day with their song, no relation to Tony Bennett, Boulevard of Broken Dreams.
walk this empty street on the boulevard of broken dreams where the city sleeps and I'm the only one
everybody for me. Mississippi Fred McDowell and Highway 61. Used to be a lot of open road, but now you drive down that road and you see nothing but billboards advertising all the new casinos in the Tunica area. This is Theme Time Radio Hour and we're here at the crossroads. We still got a ways to go, so pace yourself accordingly. We don't need anyone to come into road rage. A couple of famous street addresses for you 221B Baker Street in London, England. That's where you could have found Sherlock Holmes. A couple of miles away is 10 Downing Street, which is the home address of the standing British Prime Minister, kind of the equivalent of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, which I'm sure many of you have visited and taken a tour of the White House. According to the U.S. Department of Commerce Bureau of the Census, these are the most common street names in the United States. And I'm not making this up, folks. Coming in at number one, Second Street. Number two, Third Street. At number three, First Street. Number four is Fourth Street. And number 15 is Elm. The kids of Elm Street don't know it yet, but something is coming to get them. Do you believe in the boogeyman? No. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. A new masterpiece in fantasy terror, Nightmare on Elm Street. Hank Williams was a great songwriter, but he also recognized the great song even if he didn't write it. We've told you before how Happy Roving Cowboy by Bob Nolan was Hank's theme song on his radio show. The song that we're about to play is one of his best remembered, and it was written by Leon Payne, the famous blind songwriter. I don't know why I mentioned he's blind. I mean, it'd be more interesting if he was deaf. I mean, a blind guy can write songs. Anyway, I'm getting off the subject here. Doing a little too much off-roading. Here's Hank Williams in a powerful song, Last Highway. I'm a rolling stone all alone and long For a life of sin I have paid the call When I pass by all the people say Just another guy on the lost highway Just a deck of cards and a jug of wine 
a woman's life makes a life like mine. Oh, the day we met, I went astray. I started rolling down that lost highway. you know and I'm still willing and I was out on the road late at night I seen my pretty Alice in every headlight Alice Dallas Alice and I've been from Tucson to Dugum Carey to have to beat a town Sand wine, and you show me a sand. 
I've been kicked by the wind Robbed by the sleet Had my head stoved in But I'm still on my feet And I'm still Smuggles and smokes and folks from Mexico Baked by the sun Every time I go to Mexico And I'm still And I've been from Tucson to Tungungary I was willing by little feet, talking about attempting not to get weighed. You see, most states collect taxes based on the weight of transported goods. Truckway stations are used to weigh the trucks for these tax purposes, as well as to monitor the weight of the truck to make sure it's safe. It's to the truck driver's advantage and the advantage of the companies to overload the trucks because the truck drivers get paid for the amount they transport. Everyone tries to cut corner on the taxes, and they also push the envelope, safety-wise. That's why these truck scales are so important. One company called Weightronics has a truck scale that they guarantee to be able to weigh trucks with a weight of 80,000 pounds each at a rate of 200 trucks per day. Back in the 60s, I used to hear the word groovy all the time. I had no idea what people are talking about. For me, a record like this was the definition of goofiness. So here's the grooviest song I know, all about America's main street, written by Bobby Troop and performed by Nathaniel Adams Cole, who implores you to get your kicks on Route 66. If you ever plan to motor west, Travel my way, take the highway, that's the best. Get your kicks on Route 66. It winds from Chicago to L.A. More than 2,000 miles all the way. Get your kicks on Route 66. Now you go through St. Louis, Joplin, Missouri, and Oklahoma City looks mighty pretty. You'll see Amarillo, Gallup, New Mexico, Flagstaff, Arizona, don't forget Winona, Kingman, Boston, San Bernardino, won't you? Get hip to this timely tip When you make that California trip Get your kicks on Route 66 
to this timely tip when you make that california trip get your kicks on route 66 get your kicks on route 66 get your kicks on route 66 that was a Matt Cole trio, just dead in the groove, singing about Route 66. In its heyday, it linked the isolated rural west to the more densely populated midwest and northeast. More than any other road, it symbolized the optimism and the boon years of post-war economic recovery. It became an escape route for Dust Bowl pilgrims, a thoroughfare for troops bound for war. It was the most popular highway in America. The time marches on, and when President Eisenhower signed the National Interstate and Defense Highways Act, it was the death bell for what John Steinbeck called the Mother Road. Roads like I-55, I-44, I-40, and I-10 made Route 66 obsolete. Nowadays, there are historical markers, so you can try to trace the route, but nothing can replace the romantic feel of this road that pulled the country together. If you're traveling down south, there was another road called Route 90, kind of like the southern version of Route 66. It was created in 1926, and from end to end, it runs over 1,600 miles. If you take Route 90, you'll pass through Jacksonville, Florida, Tallahassee, Pea Ridge, Pensacola, Mobile, Alabama, Pascagoula, Mississippi, slide down to Louisiana, New Iberia, Louisiana. That's where they make Tabasco sauce. You know, I kissed a girl from New Iberia once, had a burning sensation for weeks. Route 90 also goes through Beaumont, Hondo, Texas, and Van Horn. Why am I telling you all this? So you have some historical perspective when you listen to this song from 1953 by Clarence Gallo. Here he is singing all about the Southern Route 66, Route 90. You ought to come along with me to the land of dreams Just take Route 90 Down to New Orleans Right out of California Through New Mexico We'll have a cup of coffee In El Paso Well, Jenny, 
Clarence Bontangalo had a big hit with Bontan Relay. That's why he probably got the nickname. He was a fellow broadcaster for many years. Had a show called The Bontan Show. Once you get a nickname, stick with it. This is Theme Time Radio Hour, and we're looking at different street maps. Some of the most traveled streets in the world are the Champs-Élysées in France, Broadway in New York City, Bourbon Street, though I'm not sure if it's as well-traveled as it once was. There's Rodeo Drive, Tiananmen Square, and the Autobahn for our friends listening in Germany. It can be dangerous out there on the road, but one guy who managed to survive the journey was Jack Kerouac. He wrote about his experiences on an unbroken sheet of butcher paper. Up until recently, when he read on the road, it was hardly edited. But recently, a special commemorative edition came out, which contained his first draft, which of course, as you all know, had no punctuation and did not use the letter L. It was much more of an autobiography, and some of the passages would have been unpublishable because of their erotic content. This was also before he changed the names of the lead characters from their actual names, though the talking dog was still called Skippy. What's your road, man? Holy Boy Road? Madman Road? Rainbow Road? Guppy Road? Any road. It's an anywhere road. For anybody, anyhow, baby. Why don't I let Jack say the rest of it? Out we jumped in the warm, mad night, hearing a wild tenor man's bawling horn across the way going, and hands clapping his feet, and folks yelling, go, go, go. And far from escorting the girls into the place, Dean Moriarty was already racing across the street with his huge bandaged thumb in the air yelling, blow, man, blow. And a bunch of colored men in Saturday night suits were whooping it up in front. It was a sawdust saloon, all wood, with a small bandstand near the john on which the fellas huddled with their hats on, blowing over people's heads. A crazy place not far from Market Street, in the dingy skid row rear of it. Crazy, floppy women wandered around sometimes in their bathrobes, bottles clanked in alleys, and back of the joint in the dark corridor, beyond the splattered toilets, scores of men and women stood against the wall drinking wine spodioti and spitting at the stars. Wine spodioti being wine, whiskey, and beer. And the behatted tenor man was blowing at the peak of a wonderfully satisfactory free idea. drop a father up the road now and if we get too far up the road remember what yogi bear said when you arrive at a fork in the road take it that's good advice and this is a good song it was a big hit for james carr but we're gonna play it by mud boy and the neutrons i can already hear you asking who are mud boy and the neutrons well they're a band of music legends from down memphis way that's sid salvage lee baker jimmy crossway and of course that magical musical maestro from memphis tim dickinson Jim played with Ryan Cooter, The Stones, Aretha Franklin. He even played with me on occasion. He was never one of those guys who could fit into a pigeonhole. He was as at home, producing Screaming Jay Huckins, as he was producing Big Star or The Replacements. He was the kind of guy you could call if you needed someone to play piano, fix a tractor, or make red coleslaw from scratch. He passed it on down to his kids, too. His sons have a band called the North Mississippi All-Stars. 
But right now, it's Daddy's turn to shame. Here's Jim Dickinson, Mud Boy and the Neutrons, from their 1995 record, They Walk Among Us, Dark End of the Street. At the dark end of the street That is where we always Hiding in shadows Where we don't belong Living in darkness To hide out You and me After dark
dark end of the street by blowing the neutrons here on Theme Time Radio Hour. We're going up and down the streets, crossing the boulevard, and looking up ahead. I can see I'm just about at my corner. So we got time for maybe one more song, and then I have to take my leave. In our last show of season two, we talk about the song Chilly Winds. We told you how that song kind of morphed into going down the road feeling bad. Well, you didn't think I was going to let our street show go by without playing that, did you? Here's a song that at one point was known as Chilly Winds, but Woody Guthrie changed the words and changed the melody and came up with this, going down the road feeling bad. There was a lot more farming activity in the Midwest. They didn't practice soil conservation then, so when a seven-year drought began in 1931, it was followed by dust storms that started in 32. The farms dried up and blew away, creating what was known as the Dust Bowl. It was the height of the Depression also. Hundreds of thousands left the Great Plains, heading out to the West Coast, looking for work. And though they came from many of the Great Plains states, the migrants were all known as Ookies, even though only 20% of them were from Oklahoma. They all followed that open road out to California, but that's another story for another time and another theme. Actually, we've already done California, but we got plenty more for you, so make sure you tune in next week. 
I'm going to end with the words of Carl Sandburg and the roads and the end. I shall foot it down the roadway in the dusk where shapes of hunger wander and fugitives of pain go by. I shall foot it in the silence of the morning, see the night slur into dawn, hear the slow great winds arise, where tall trees flank the way and shoulder toward the sky. The broken boulders by the road shall not commemorate my ruin. Regret shall be the gravel underfoot. I shall watch for slim birds swift of wing that go where wind and ranks of thunder drive the wild processionals of rain. The dust of the traveled road shall touch my hands and face. I shall foot it. Carl Sinberg, road-weary poet. We'll see you next week with more asphaltian schemes, paved themes, and six-lane dreams. No passing on the right. Thanks for listening to Theme Time Radio Hour. Your host, Bob Dylan. Produced by Eddie Gorodetsky and the associate producer is Anita Fitzgerald. Continuity is by Eats Martin and the editor is Damian Rodriguez. The supervising editor is Rob McCumber. The research team is Diane Lapson and Bernie Bernstein with additional research courtesy of Lynn Sheridan, April Hayes, Callie Blapp, and Terrence Michael, Sean Patrick, and Matthew Meltzer. Robert Bauer was the librarian, and the production coordinator was Debbie Sweeney. Special thanks go out to Randy Azradi, Coco Shinomiya, Samson's Diner, and Lee Abrams. Tex Carbone was our director of studio operations, recorded in Studio B of the historic Abernathy building, crown jewel of the city's skyline. It's a great watermark production in association with Big Red Tree. This is your announcer, Pierre Mancini, speaking. Join us again next week for our look at famous people.